about this episode. I have waited forever to get us together to do this. Today we're talking about one of my very first cases when I was training to be a PI. So I am here today with my co-host Shelly. Hi! I'm excited about this too. <laughs> oh man. And my oldest sister, Cindy. And that, that, I'm not as old as she sounds. <laughs> Right. So my very first case that, I, well, I can't remember. I think I did that, the one where, how it all started. Uh-huh. I think that was my very first one with Terry. And then later, after that experience, you could maybe guess why I thought maybe PI work was not my thing. <laughs> yeah. And I was back at school, back in college, and Cindy had started doing PI work, right? Yes. How did you start? How did you end up doing it? I worked for attorneys, and we just started preparing cases, and we needed witnesses interviewed, and I did. it was just kind of a natural transition, and so I started interviewing, and then I went to California, worked for attorneys down there. When I came back to Utah, I began working for a local PI agency. Was it Terry? We've actually worked for other people, yes, Shelley. Apparently, it's not always a family business. Okay. And uh, at, at, at that time, you didn't have to put like a thousand hours in. They didn't even have licensing for PIs. So at that time, this is like the Wild West. It was like <laughs> anyone that wanted to be a PI, you'd just say you're a PI. Oh. And, and so we just. I guess said we were PIs. So Cindy was doing it. I was in college and Cindy said one day, you know, you should do this while you're in school because we were doing insurance fraud investigating. So like people that are claiming injuries uh-huh. and they're and like the claims adjuster who someone yeah. is suspicious that they're not really injured. And so they would have us go do surveillance on them to see if they're telling the truth because it's a lot of money on the system. Right. That right. insurance fraud costs everyone money. So Cindy had a case, and I said, yeah, I should do that. That could be really cool. And she said, yeah, and then when you're on surveillance, while you're waiting, you could study and, and oh. stuff. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Look at you. Yeah. Looking her through college. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody so, needs to. Yeah. So, so, someone needed to help me get good grades. Apparently, you didn't help enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you made it, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I did make it. As long as you have that certificate. Yes. So I was in school at BYU in Provo, Utah, and which is like an hour south of Salt Lake City. And Cindy got a case that was right there in Provo, right by where I lived. Oh, wow. And so being the big, awesome older sister that she is, she's like, hey, this is perfect. You should come with me on this case, and I will teach you how to do this. And I was like, oh, okay, good, because I kind of figured out I needed some training after my experience with Terry. So... And the, the kid we were following, he'd been in a car accident. So he'd he been, had a brain injury. They thought he had a brain injury because he was 16 years old. Okay. And his dad was just absolutely certain that the car accident had injured his brain because he had started drinking at oh. this time. I kind of was suspicious it was connected to being a teenager. Yeah, but, maybe. But the dad so was... So is it kind of like chicken and the egg? Did the yes. alcohol come and right. then the accident? Or right. the accident and then the alcohol? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it was beneficial to the dad to say yeah. it was the accident. So they were seeking a lot of money and... I think it was just to establish whether he could function. And they said that he couldn't drive and he couldn't work or do anything. Yeah. So, okay. So and we're, his, we're just observing to see what his life... And gotcha. his schoolwork okay. was suffering. Okay. He wasn't doing well in school now. Okay. He started 
drinking and being a bad kid, and he hadn't been a bad kid before. So the, oh, they okay. were saying all of this was the from this accident. Oh, okay. And that would cost the insurance companies a lot of money, and any time they have to pay a lot of money, they get interested in having us check it out. Sure. We started at his house. So Cindy came and picked me up. And by this time, I'm one of those people that crammed four years of education into six years. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so, it was so fun to take that long. It was so fun. I really was having a blast. Yeah, of uh, <laughs> So I was having a lot of fun. So I had lived at this apartment complex for a few years. This yeah. wasn't my well, first no. year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I take some books with me and stuff so that I can study while we're on surveillance. And we go sit outside this, this kid's house. In a car, or are you just out on the park? We're in a car, and I'm studying a bit, and we're watching the house, waiting to see if this kid leaves the house or what he does. It was a couple hours. Like, you know, in TV, in the shows, you never see, like, surveillance is incredibly boring 99% okay. of the time. <laughs> okay, I have a couple questions. So, yeah. when you're doing surveillance, do you, like, have snacks, and you have a Coke, and you have... All of the above. And then do you... Yeah. <laughs> Just no Everything you can. But here's and the... then do you have a video camera? Or yes. This okay. is back yes. in the old days, okay. you'd have a camera. Yes. Yeah. We had big old Cameras. Big old honking cameras back then. Not easy to conceal. Right. <laughs> exactly. And when when we talk about, like, do you have Coke? I would not recommend taking Coke oh. on surveillance. Because if you drink too much, you and have you to go to the bathroom. Oh, And true. I can't you tell you how many times I sat on the house and I was like, waiting, waiting, waiting. Nothing's happening. They're never going anywhere. I'm like, I am about to pee my pants. i got to go. <laughs> so I would go to the gas station Hurry as fast as I could. Sure. Use the bathroom, come back, and they'd be gone. And you're like, ah! Oh, it was devastating. (laughs) And then you have to call your client and tell them, I'm sorry, I went to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like such an idiot. So I would not last. (laughs) You try not to go to the bathroom like for as long as you can. Gotcha. Okay. So we're on surveillance a couple hours, no activity. I'm kind of studying, we're talking, hanging out. And bam, all of a sudden in the afternoon, the kid comes out, late afternoon, gets in his car. I'm so excited because I have, like, not ever followed anyone before. This is so cool. Wait a minute. Didn't the dad say he couldn't drive? Oh! Oh! See, Shelly, I'm going to get a dumb (laughs) co-host very soon because Shelly always figures everything out before I get there. I'm so sorry. No, it's like, it's not the punchline. It's not the punchline. But yes, that's exactly it. That was one of the issues. He said he couldn't drive. So just the fact that this kid was driving was a very big deal. Okay. So we're following him. And he doesn't go very far. He actually went to this printing company that coincidentally was like a block and a half from my apartment building. I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, what? No, wait, it's like right by my apartment. We ended up like right here. <laughs> just watched out the window. Yeah, and he goes in for quite a while. Well, his dad he owned... He never came out. He never came out. Uh, so I said... His hey, dad owned the printing company. Is it okay. Pam? You've got to go in there and see what he's doing. If he's working or what he's doing. And being the obedient little sister that I am, I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then just as I'm getting out of the car, I said, wait, wait, wait. What if they ask me what, what I'm doing in there? Yeah. I, I know. I know what. I'll ask them, how much is it to print some business cards for me? And oh. I said, no, don't do that. <laughs> because that will take too long, and they'll see you, and you, you don't have time to 
stay, you know, be in there that long because you need to be in and out. Oh. And I, I think, want him to see and your so, face. So Cindy okay, said. not like a memory, give me your name, I'll yeah. call you later. Okay. Yeah. I said, I have a better idea. I said, I think you should just go in and ask directions. And she's like, for what? And I said, well, we're right around the corner from your apartment. Why don't you just say, hey, we're Carriage Cove Apartments. And she's like. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I said, that's stupid. They're right around the corner. <laughs> but you're a college girl, a little blonde. I'm sorry, that fits. <laughs> and I said, no, just do that. I don't want you taking too much time. Just do it. <laughs> so we so we argued and argued. I was like, no, that's that's stupid. Who would not be able to find Garage Cove when we're this close? I should ask for business cards. And she, we argued back and forth, back and forth. And finally, I was like, okay, I will ask for directions. So I get out of the car. I go into the business. And I, I look around. I'm looking to see if I can see the kid. Okay. And it takes me a minute. And I look. I see him down the hall at this printing company. He's, like, back there printing, like, all this stuff off. He's working. He is totally working. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we got this kid. And I'm so focused on that that I didn't realize that there was a receptionist right behind me sitting at a desk. And she says, can I help you? And I'm like, oh, totally shocked. I turn around, I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I just got lost. I was just wondering if you could tell me how to get to Carriage Cove Apartments. And she said, yeah. Don't you live there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And she recognizes you. She recognizes <laughs> And I am so shocked. I was like, I didn't know what to say. I, I'm just standing there with my mouth open. <laughs> And while I'm standing there looking like an idiot, she goes, yeah, you do. And you live with Marty and Tori and Denise in number 206. And now I'm like, holy crap. Actually, I was here about business cards. Yeah, I meant business cards. of college or six. Who knows which... And I'm like... Explaining a lot here. No, no like it is and explaining she, a lot. Really under extreme <laughs> stress because, like, you cannot blow your cover and yeah. say, yeah. why really? are you really there? Yeah, so I'm like, what I know is this woman works for the dad and she knows me. Yeah. And I'm like... What are the oh. chances? <laughs> so now I have to go with it. So I said, yeah... I was just on my way home from class and I took a wrong turn. <laughs> I have lived there for years. And I'm, I'm a block and a half away. <laughs> and I'm like, Cindy, get in here and save me. I'm so mad. I was so mad. She's so mad at me. And I was like, Okay, so uh, she says, yeah, you just go to the light and turn right. Go through that light, you'll see it on your left. And I said, 
oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and I, I came out of the printing company <laughs> laughing so hard I almost peed my pants. <laughs> I guess you have no idea any of this is going on. <laughs> I was so mad. I said, Cindy, you know what you just did to me? <laughs> that woman that worked, the girl at the receptionist desk worked like she works for the dad and she knows me she, i said oh my gosh we're probably in the same ward yeah like in, well, going to the actually, same church she's probably been to your house for dinner she, she probably i was she like knew your roommate. oh she knew my roommate's ball by she name has a spare key. <laughs> exactly she's your emergency call I know. exactly i said i was like oh my gosh are you kidding i said you know what? Forevermore, I will. I'm going to be sitting in church, and she's going to look up, and she's going to tell everyone, "Hey, you see that blonde sitting up there? I do not know how she got into BYU. She got lost on her way home from class the other day. A block and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and I could never tell. I kept saying, "Cindy, please tell me when this case is resolved, so I can tell her." Yeah. And it never happened. The school year ended, and that, so there are surprisingly some people wandering around <laughs> in this world that think I'm not very smart. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. I know. That's so rude. It is so rude. Exactly. Oh so, my gosh. Uh, so that, and Cindy had a, a similar, similar... Wait, wait, so when you... I want the end of the story. So when she comes out and tells you the story, were you dying, laughing? Could you even drive? Were you... I, it was mortifying. I, I regretted it. I just thought, I, what are the what are the odds of that happening? Yeah, I mean, you always have to be ready with an excuse because people will ask you why you're in a neighborhood or why sure. you're there. And the beauty of it is, women, and even more so today, women can get away with more sitting in a car rather than a man. A man looks more like a predator. Sure, but still, or yeah. yeah, still, a woman, you better have a reason for just sitting in a neighborhood somewhere. Right. Yeah. But when she told you this, were you hysterical? Were you yeah, laughing? Yeah, we laughed. <laughs> you laughed pretty hard. We were did you like, try to get out of yes. the parking lot, or did you just, like, lose it, and then be like, oh, they're closing, we probably need to leave? <laughs> you know, uh, she'd come out and see me in the car in yeah. the car and say, do you want me to walk you yeah, home? Yeah. Like, I will show you the way. <laughs> I'm going to put a beeper on you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then what happened to the case, then? They've settled it like they do all of them. Say, okay. hey, we it's, realize he's he's working, he's he's functioning, and they solve all of them a lot with compromise. But gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, we yeah. end that. So. I, I, we had our fun. Like, who cares what happened? To that? <laughs> <laughs> I just now now it's been I don't know how many years later. So I want to know if you really just set her up. Did you know? <laughs> Seriously, if you did, I would be so mad. <laughs> no, I would never do that. I just thought the easiest in and out. I thought that's quick and easy. So I came home. I got back to my apartment, and I told my roommates what had happened because they knew I was going on surveillance. They were all excited for me. So to, yeah. Oh my god. And I, so I told them what happened, and I'm like, "Do you guys know this girl?" They all knew her by oh. name. <laughs> I'm just an idiot. I didn't know who she I'm like, oh, and Tori, my one friend roommate, she was like, oh, yeah, I, like, we're friends. Oh, I was like, okay, look, you can never, ever, ever tell her what really happened. Go ahead and let her just think I'm an idiot. Like, let her. Oh, I would have said, blow the case. Tell her. Tell her I'm not. 
This is a fake blonde wig. I'm <laughs> undercover. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. That's but funny. Cindy had a case similar to that. The one that not not like similar, but similar in that where you think that you have a story, you've got something figured out to get out of it when you were doing surveillance downtown Salt Lake. Oh yeah. Tell us about that. Okay, we had a client that had an injury at an amusement park and they flew in for a deposition. So they were at a law firm and I was instructed to follow her all day long because okay. she lived out of state. She okay. had an injury with the, like on the roller coaster or something. Anyway, so she, I was across the street in front of the federal courthouse with my camera. And I knew that her attorney officed a block and a half up. So I videotaped him walking out of the building and I tracked him as they were coming across and they came across the crosswalk and I expected him to go straight up the street. But when they came across the street, Back behind the, my car. Oh, but you're outside of the car? Yes, okay. and I'm videotaping, so then I drop my camera because they're approaching me. And so I'm kind of hiding. I thought, well, what's the normal thing? What would you be doing? And then they, instead of going up towards their office, he starts take. it's like three, I'm three cars away from him, and he starts approaching me. And so I went out to the street, and I thought, well, I'll just act like I'm getting in my car. So I bend down like I'm unlocking my car, and I'm bending down, and I'm looking out of the corner of my eye, and all of a sudden, I can see him approaching on the other side of the car, and he says, can I help you? What are you, like, what are you doing? I said, oh, uh, I thought this was my car, and it was his car. Oh. My car was the one in front, and I thought, and he looked at me like, what are you doing? And I had the camera in front of me, and I was hiding my camera, which is like monster size back in the day. Back then. And I get up to my car, and I toss it in the back seat, and he's like, can I help you? I said, you know what? I was just confused. I thought that was my car, and, um, oh, I'm sorry. And I had a panic attack so bad that my hands went numb, and I couldn't breathe, and I got in my car, and I thought... I hate this job. I, I am not doing this ever again. I can't handle it. I can't handle the stress. This is too much stress for me. <laughs> it is a lot of stress. <laughs> Out of all the cars in the parking lot, you could kiss. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know, why, why did he have to drive a block from his office? He's a block away. Just walk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, did oh you say, like, why are you so lazy? Why would you yeah, do it? I don't need any help, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That's that funny. Is, that is funny. <clears throat> yeah, we can laugh now. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, if your hands like, go numb, you can't drive away. Oh, yeah. You can't re-video. You're just stuck. <laughs> and that's the hard part of surveillance because it's, it's seriously so boring. But when it's not boring, it is so much pressure. So hype. It's it so is hype. It's like, you it, know, and we, we grew up with a pool. We were lifeguards. And so it's like lifeguarding. There's like 99% of the time it's way boring. And then all of a sudden it's just like high adrenaline, jumping in, saving some kid who can't swim in the deep end. And, but most of the time you're bored. Yeah. Just yeah. getting a tan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. And then another kid that I had, so a few years later, and I was at that time, I was doing insurance fraud investigating like every day almost. I was doing it like six days a week. And one, one case I did, I was following this guy 
and he went clear on the west side of town, and it there was, it was really weird. There was like a junkyard, and and all these cases. They're usually the the main injury that people claim when they're committing fraud is back. Oh, okay. Back or neck injury because <clears throat> there's almost no way f- for the doctors to tell if there shouldn't be pain. Sure. So if someone mm-hmm. If they say, I, my back is hurting and the doctor can't see it, they'll say, well, that could be happening. We just can't see it. Okay. So it seems to be the go-to for someone committing fraud. Oh, so, okay. So this guy was saying... I need to remember that in case I want to do fraud. Yes. Got, oh, my back. Oh, okay. my... It's my back. <laughs> it's my back. <laughs> so... Okay. Notes so taken. There's like a, this chain link fence and this guy goes back in this area and he's back there so long and I can see like items being moved around and so I thought, I need to get in there and get video to see to be able to right. get the shot if mm-hmm. I'm if he's doing something and it was so far back there and it would be so weird for me to walk back there so I drove back there and I was like hiding I had my car like kind of hidden back behind this machinery but I could see him and I had the video and he was working and then he went around a corner and I couldn't see where he went I'm waiting and waiting for him to come back and he he didn't come back Like 20 minutes passed, he didn't come back, and I was like, wow, that's weird. So then I started my car up and took the risk, and I went to drive around, and the gate was locked (gasps) on that side. And and I was like, I was like, holy crap, there's a, like, I better go back. So I went to go back the way I came out. He locked me in. (laughs) He didn't know that I was there. And he was done with his job. He was done with his job. I had no idea. How long he was going to be gone? A week? Does he come yeah, to this yeah. place like every day, once a week, yeah. once a month? And I have no cell phones. Right? Like, oh no, I had a cell oh, phone. Okay. But a brick. Well, yeah, an old brick phone. This was back when the <laughs> exactly. And I was like, holy crap! I am going to be here a long time. I was almost almost started crying. Like, sure. How am I going to get out well, of here? Well, that was scary. What do I do? Do I call the police? And when he comes back in, I'm on his private property. He's gonna be pissed. He's gonna think I was stealing some of this stuff, but I wasn't. Like, yeah. what am I gonna do? <laughs> like, what? Well, and it's it, good that you declared you weren't taking anything. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so right. So he comes. He came back about forty-five minutes later, thankfully. Yeah. And he saw me. You, you've never seen anyone so surprised in their life than to see me sitting in his car, in my car, in his on his private property. <laughs> And he was like, who are you, and how did you get here? And I was like, you know what? I just took the wrong turn. I do that a lot, apparently. Do you know where my apartment is? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if you know where Carriage Cove apartments are. I I said I was supposed to meet someone to go find it, and I took a wrong turn. And I stopped to call them, and next thing I knew, I was just locked in here. And I have no idea what he thought, but thankfully he opened the gate and, and let me out. out. Yeah. And see, that's the difference. If it were a man, think about the difference in a guy coming in and seeing a man parked on his property. Sure. Then it's it's confrontational. It's yeah. a threat. Yeah. So for that reason, I keep arguing that women make better PIs. Yeah. We, we just make better PIs. Well, your stories are better. <laughs> We can get away with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dumb blonde. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Sadly, I play the dumb blonde thing. I did that a lot yeah. on surveillance. <laughs> a lot. Because it worked. Yeah. 
because somehow believe for people believed yeah, me that I was yeah. that stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's shocking. It's, just, it's forgivable. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, stupidity is forgivable and believable. Yeah. Like oh. I wonder if they really. Hmm. They didn't yeah. mean. They didn't mean to do that. Yeah, she just got lost. She's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and they'll. That that is forgivable. Yeah. So we have had so much fun reminiscing about these old cases. I hope you enjoyed it too. Thank you for listening to Pamela Private Eye.